Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Jeff Harding. I'm filling in for Kyle Case, who's not here. Joining me in the studio today is Derek Campbell. Derek, how you doing, bud? Jeffrey, I'm doing amazing. Thank you. How are you doing? Well, for the day after Christmas, I'm not doing too bad. How was your Christmas? Uh, you know, I love Christmas. That's all I can say. I just love it. I love the season. Well, I love the reason. I love everything about Christmas. Well, who doesn't? Uh, there's some, I'm sure. Well, okay, you're right. There could be. But that's another topic, right? <laughs> we don't want to go too far down that one. We won't go down that road. I'm feeling though. good. Yeah, so Derek, you know, with social media so prevalent, it takes it doesn't take too long for an idea to go viral, especially in the world of fitness. So there's so many novel ideas out there that are just not true about fitness. So I thought it'd be fun to debunk some of those rumors. So I went online and found uh, an article by Samantha Rodinsky from the website popsugar.com. And she talked to some trainers to, to to debunk some fitness myths from the past decade. So, well, that's good. And you should always remember before you do any fitness routine or regimen, you should always consult with your physician, right? Oh yeah, for sure. I like debunking myths anyway. Right, this so the, is going to be good. So the first one we're going to talk about is running will make your knees go bad. It'll make them go bad, right? It could, right? Isn't well, that what well, says, I, that's what I hear? That's what people say all the time, right? That's if what you I feel. you're not going to be able to walk when you get older because you run so much. But there's research right now that. That's proving that cardiovascular exercise, including running, can actually strengthen the bones and therefore lead to stronger joints and bones and help people who have this so-called bad knees issues. Interesting. So, so it's not necessarily true that just because you run, you're going to have bad knees. Yeah, that is interesting. I would suspect if you run with bad technique, you're more likely to get knee injury than if you run with good technique. But Yeah, so there's got to be something else to it. So the the myth number two is heavy lifting or lifting heavy weights will get you toned quicker. Interesting. Says some people think picking or, up that go ahead. or hurt you or hurt you yes. <laughs> some people think that picking up the heaviest weights they can will get them toned arms quicker than just doing reasonable weights. Heavy weights do not necessarily lead to quicker muscle tone because you're more likely to end up injuring your muscles and then having to take time off mm-hmm. to heal. So it's actually yeah. going to take longer for you to get those muscles in shape because you're having to rest them because of the heavy weights you're lifting. Yeah, that's interesting. It is. And so the next one is. Just working out will make you lose fat. <laughs> Won't it? People have this misconception. They think that if they just exercise and don't change anything else about their diet, ultimately they'll lose weight. But unhealthy habits can still burden your weight loss goals, even if you're working out. So some studies have shown that people, when they only incorporate training into their lives, the weight they lose isn't very significant. So you need to make sure that, and sometimes you're actually hungry, hungrier yeah. because you're working out. So, oh yeah. So you need to That's just always the case. Anytime you start a a heavy workout, you're way hungrier. Than, That's right. Uh, other times, so you need to control the dietitian to make sure that that your diet is proper. Yeah. All right. The next one is crunches and sit ups alone will give you abs. <laughs> well, they will, but they'll be buried still under their belly fat. So <laughs> yeah, you just can't see them. <laughs> yeah. So you need to make sure that, that your intake is less than your uh, burning so that you yeah. can actually lose weight so you can actually see the abs. So Yeah, that's got to be that's got to be the key right there. Yeah. Cuz I used to do sit-ups all the time and I wonder what happened to my abs and they were just, they were there they were just buried, so. Yeah. And the last one is you can spot reduce fat from certain parts of your body. 
Yeah, I don't think that's true. Even mm. uh, when we had a guest recently, she says you can't choose where it comes off. No, in fact, or where it goes on. Even. What 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 these folks say is what is, what she says in the article is that you lose fat kind of consistently all over your whole body. So the parts that are already skinny are going to get skinnier, and the parts that are fat are going to take longer to show. What about those wraps? You know, the belly wraps that's supposed to make your belly fat reduce or shrink. That's a good question. Would that wasn't covered here, but I'm sure that that's not as accurate as they might lend. Another topic for another yes, day. Yes, they might lead, lead you to believe. But so you know, the truth is, is that it's a process. Yeah, and you have to go through the whole process to lose the belly fat. Yeah, I would have to say that some of those I've believed. Mm-hmm. Some of those just sound funny to me. Well, some of them seem so intuitive. Like if I'm lifting the heavier weights, I'm going to get bigger bulk muscles. But but the truth is, is that you can hurt yourself, and you have to take time off. Yeah. And you can't lift for a while, so that's, that's slowing down your progress. So you just yeah. need to do moderate weights and, and build up to it. So, yeah. Well, anyway, so those are some myths that have been debunked going into the new year. You go, you go into the new year with some some solid uh, truths that you can use your workout routine around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll stop lifting all those really heavy weights and <laughs> but, hurting myself. That's right. <laughs> so, with that being said, joining us by telephone from Redding, California, is our friend Lance Lawler. Lance is a full-time chiropractor. Additionally, Lance is a mountain biker and a CrossFit athlete. Lance, how you doing? How was your Christmas? It was so awesome. Had a great time. Loved getting together with friends and family. Yeah, it's a great time of year, isn't it? Derek just really loves Christmas, Anything, everything about it. Love it. Love it, love it. So, Lance, last time we talked about your mountain biking exploits, and this time we want to talk about your CrossFit world. So, what exactly is CrossFit, Lance? Well, a CrossFit is, um, well, certainly it's it's kind of depends on who you talk to. Everybody kind of has their own interpretation of it. But for me, it's um, a, a varied exercise approach to um, improve health and fitness. And the, some of the uniqueness of, of CrossFit, at least, you know, I don't know, they have the market corner on this, but they, they definitely represent the brand with that has, you know, there's a nutrition component there's certainly the uh, social aspect of it. It's a very encouraging, enthusiastic environment that they've created with with their 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 methodologies, and so that's what I see. It's it's a it's a, a varied workout with um, some intention beyond just that. Like I said, with some of the nutrition component and things of that nature. So that's that's kind of what how I see it, view it anyway. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me like CrossFit kind of started out as a definition of a type of exercise and now it's kind of a it's a, it's got its own identity as a as a sport or as a activity, is that correct? Well, I, I, I and that and that's interesting that you you discuss you say you mentioned that because there is I think that I do I do see it as a sport. Um I think um it definitely has that uh, characteristic to it, just like a lot of different activities do. Um, and so, and the sport of it, it, I do think is also different is how you would approach the sport of it versus just approach it from a, just a general fitness perspective. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's kind of, it's, but it's a very unique sport because there's, you don't specialize in anything. If you do, you're, you're not going to be in the hunt, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Um, and so that's, that's also the unique nature of the, it takes, you have to be very well rounded, you know, uh, to be a contender on the sport level. But certainly that represents such a small segment of the people that do CrossFit. And I know they're, they're probably, they're starting to kind of even lean away from the competition emphasis so much and really focus more on 
grassroots level of just keeping people moving and you know promoting health. So I heard you say something about uh, well-rounded and, and promoting health. What are the? Which I would assume are a couple of benefits of, of CrossFit. What are the real benefits? What other real benefits are there from CrossFit? Well, I would say there is, um, you know, the, the, the strength and fitness component. They they don't just lean uh, rely on one aspect of it. So you may, you know, you're, you'll develop strength. You'll develop uh, cardiovascular uh, fitness. You'll develop uh, flexibility, uh, coordination, and that's because it's so varied. I think that's what keeps people's interest because you know you're not you're always at least for me anyway. I'm always I'm trying to improve what I do with it, right? And so and things you know some of the like the Olympic lifts and things like that, or even just some of the gymnastics maneuvers. You know they they take time to learn and improve, and and that's what keeps it novel. I think for for people and keeps them interested because you like to see them even improvements, even just a little bit. And that's that I think that's that's what has kept me into it for I think as long as it, I have been participating. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's very well rounded that way. You're going to get flexibility, strength, uh, endurance, um, and and an environment that's encouraging. And you know, there's I guess the social component too. There's a, a huge element to the social component of it. We, uh, I, that's one reason why I kept exercising for a long time. We did kind of our own little pseudo CrossFit thing in my friend's garage for several years, and. The social element is what really kept us all going back, um, made it a lot easier to, to do as well. Oh, I, I, I couldn't agree more with you on that, Derek. It's just, it's really, um, you know, I value those relationships with, you know, some of the people I've been working out with for a decade now are very, my very close friends. And, you know, and it's, you know, you're, you're, you know, it, it's, there's a competitive side of it, but really it's more the encouraging side that, that I see yeah. the benefit and, you know, and, and, and like I said, CrossFit's great, but it, you know, you don't have to go to a, be a CrossFitter per se to still use that same model of exercise. I mean, they, you know, they don't have the, um, the patent on, you know, a push up or a pull up or anything like that, but <laughs> just the whole methodologies maybe they have, but, uh, I think if you in the right setting, you don't. You can just, like I said, do it in your garage. is awesome. Yeah. So, how did you get into CrossFit? Uh, you know, well, back I, when you I did? just, I just really stumbled on it. Um, it was fairly new at the time, about ten years ago. And uh, my daughter had done gymnastics, and she was competitive gymnast. At, you know, but she, she was about fourteen or fifteen, and we were looking for something else to do as far as to keep her interested in health and fitness. And, uh, I was, hadn't really been doing a lot of biking as much as I had been. So in front of ours was, had joined and talked, talked to us about it. And I'm like, well, that sounds interesting. And so we just gave it a try. I mean, just had no clue about it. And, and, um, and right away it made, you know, I liked it. And, you know, coming from a competitive cyclist, perspective i like the competitive side of it for myself i enjoyed that part um but um but i also enjoyed just the fact that the camaraderie that was there and um and so yeah that's how i started and and my daughter got really into the olympic lifting side of it she actually became a, a junior national champion with on that and trained wow, at the olympic impressive. training center with you know through the through crossfit and have we not done crossfit I, I had no idea what an Olympic lift was up until that <laughs> right. point, you know. So I am curious, though. You've uh, taken this to the next level beyond just, um, you know, working out in your garage and trying to stay fit. So 
I kind of did that for several years with my friends, and uh, we were regular every morning. We were in there working out, and I would have to say I was stronger and fitter and uh, faster. I just I felt good. I haven't done it as much lately because they sold the garage, and you know that element's not there anymore. You need the garage. <laughs> right? <laughs> so how do you get from the point where you're working out every day and you're staying fit to the point where you're starting to have a uh, bigger impact on uh, your abilities where you're not just taking baby steps, but you're actually starting to see real results, um, you know, kind of going from basic fitness level into really competitive uh, fitness. Well, I, I think like anything, you know, um, it, it just, it's, it's kind of has its own natural progression, especially if, if you're a competitive person, you know, like myself, I just, you know, I did it in the beginning, just, I was, you know, competing against myself, so to speak, to improve. And then as I got better, you know, you want to test yourself, you know, against others and to see, you know, and and I you prov- and I see competition as a way to bring out the best of myself as well. I mean, I you know I love competing because it I it I feel it makes me better. And so as you get more you know adept at certain things, and then you start kind of looking around to see what else is out there, and then keeps me motivated too. I think if I know I'm going to compete, it it kind of helps to push me a little bit more. Yeah. And you know, and, and it just kind of took off. You know, having a, an aerobic background was helpful for me, but I really, not really a, you know, certainly not the strength guy. You know, that some of the other individuals are, and so I really worked on that part of it, and I enjoyed getting stronger, and you know, as well as improving my cardiovascular. But I liked the strength component, and um, and it just kind of kept growing, and I realized that I could potentially, you know compete and uh there i didn't going into it i had no idea there was even any kind of a crossfit events and that was, was very new at the time too and and i went to the games in 2016 and um and i was just fortunate enough to qualify to go and um and just it was a great experience for me i um but it was just kind of a natural uh, i i'm not i don't know if natural is the right word but it just it just progresses it just it you know you don't just go from a to z and just next thing you know you start Want to you know extend yourself and dress yeah. yourself a little bit more? Yeah. Have you seen because you've taken it to that you know that next level? Um, have you seen that benefit you in other areas of your life, not just CrossFit and fitness, but uh, mountain biking as well as um, just your day to day activities? Well, I, I would say I would say yes. I think the functional fitness component of CrossFit, you know, if I need to go out and help a buddy move or go out and do some kind of activity, yard work, anything like that, with that general fitness that CrossFit allows, I, I yes, it, it's definitely helped me in, in just in my normal activities of life. Um, I, you know, I like being able to go up down the steps and not get winded at work, you know, and, and that would be there with, with cycling too, of course, but with cycling, it's, it's very one-dimensional. It's very a specialized sport, which don't get me wrong. I love it. And I would so feel so fortunate to have had that experience and competed at that level. 
but it, it, it doesn't have that, route, that, that well-rounded component that, that CrossFit does. And, and, so, and like I said, it, and it's, it was new, it was novel, and it still is for me in some ways. So, yeah, I like the, the balanced nature, and I think people, especially as they get older, should keep that in mind. I mean, you know, doing some strength, doing some cardio, flexibility, it all has its role. And, um, and I think that's what's kept me involved in it, too, because it helps my general existence of daily activity. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I think it would be fun, um, Lance, to hear your perspective on, because there's some people who don't know what CrossFit is, right, uh, who haven't been exposed to it yet. Or Sure. Um, it would be interesting from your perspective, what, what would a first-timer experience and um, how does that contrast to your experience at the CrossFit Games and placing at the level where you did? So, so the first time CrossFitter, my, my, my kind of, uh, you know, I want people to feel comfortable. And, and sometimes when you walk into a gym and you just don't really feel, I don't want to say not welcome, but it doesn't, you know, everybody's kind of doing their thing and you don't, and you're just like, you're kind of standing back and, and it, you know, it, you just don't even know what to expect. And, it's, and it could be very intimidating for some people, especially people that, have never maybe they don't really have any exercise experience because that's also one of the the uh, I think the reputation CrossFit has you got to be in shape before you can go to CrossFit which is that is so far from the truth it's you know you can be as almost as if you can walk and move or not even I mean you can be in, you could go to a CrossFit gym they just modify it for your particular situation and a good gym will modify it in such a way that you don't feel like you're you know, okay, you got special needs. We're going to put you over here in the corner and be a spectacle. No, you're just going to, we're going to blend you right into yeah, our group cool. and you do what you can and we do what we can. And so, and you know, the, the better gyms and most, I think that I've visited and attended throughout the country are like that. They're, they need to be very inviting and understand that, you know, people come in in all variety of fitness levels and abilities, but the key is improving. And that, you know, wherever you're at, I want to be a little better today than I was yesterday. And, and that, that has to be, if, if they help you with that mindset and just make these little gains, that's, that's where you're going um, you're gonna, to you're gonna want to continue probably that on some level, I think. And so, but in the beginning, people are going to, they're going to look around, they're going to see people throwing weights around, all this kind of stuff, and like, oh my God, <laughs> what did I get myself into here? Yeah. And, but... You you know, I would say don't even pay attention to that. Just, <laughs> you're there to get to have yourself improve, you know. And those those their strategies are going to help that. And so for the first time CrossFitter, that's what you have to keep in mind. And as a I'm not a coach, I will get my certification at some point because I I do like helping people that way. And I've helped you know numerous throughout the years in our gym. Um, but yeah, I think that's the thing. Now, but as far as as far as what, so I'm, I'm, I'm not really totally clear, Derek, on your question on, on, yeah. the, on the CrossFit Games component of it. What, yeah, what, 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 was, what, what did you experience as a CrossFit athlete in that competition? What's it like there? What's your self-talk? Um, right. how, does that con, how does that compare to, you know, when you entered the gym the first time? Well, you know what, it, it, it is, it is, it's different because you're kind of, you know, you're accustomed for the most part to competition and you've worked really hard typically to get to that point 
And so, you know, but you're still not for sure what to expect. And I will say that all the competitors were super encouraging, very friendly, because they're used to that in their gyms too. You know what I mean? That's typically that the social nature of the, of the sport. And so that's what I, that's what I saw there when, when I competed. People were very encouraging. I mean, they were even, you know, giving each other, we were helping each other with strategizing for the workouts, which is <laughs> wow. not typical. You know, like I said, when I was racing mics, bikes, it was, you know, you weren't giving away your trade secrets. <laughs> you know, you were, yeah. you know, for the most part, you stay, keep things pretty close to the, to your chest, you know, and, and keep, you don't want to tilt your hand at all. And so, but down there, they're like, Hey, what if we do this? Maybe do it this way. I mean, I mean, I was really, that was really cool. I really appreciated that. Awesome. And, uh, it made it more relaxing and really more fun. I mean, you know, I just did the best I could and, and they did too, but, but it was very, very sportsmanlike. And I, I really, really, that was a that was probably the best part of the experience for me. That sounds amazing. And and to me, that's what the world of competition should be about. Sportsmanship should override gamemanship. So last. Oh, I, go ahead. Totally. Absolutely. I just have one more quick question for you. Not quick, but just one more question for you. That So when you walk into a traditional gym, you, you see the rows of machines. And so what's it like when you walk into a, what, what's different when you walk into a CrossFit gym as opposed to walking into a traditional gym? Well, probably the first thing is if it has anything to do with weightlifting in that in that if you come in the middle of a workout and people are taking bars that are over their head and dropping them and landing on the floor and making a pretty good thud, mm-hmm. it kind of will probably <laughs> startle you. Yeah. And I I am such a careful person by nature, and <laughs> the first time I I would just set the bar down really cautiously, and the trainer says, "Dude." Take it from the top and just throw it. <laughs> just like, but it was kind of liberated after a while. Was like, oh, this is therapeutic. <laughs> That's cool. So that may be. So, but so, like I said, when you first walk in, you're going to see people doing all these things. Like, wow, you know. But you know that that can be a little, like I said, a little intimidating for some. But. Just know that that's just you'll you'll blend right in with. After a while, you're just right in with everybody. It doesn't take long at all. The the environments are very inviting most of the time. Very cool. Now, I something that sticks out in my mind is the the, the big tractor tire flip that I see sometimes on the the TV shows. Or actually, we had a neighbor that had a CrossFit in his gym, and he used to have the people out there flipping the big tires. So is is that is that common to all uh, CrossFit gyms, or is that just some around here? I, I, you know what, we, we have a tire. We don't really flip it that much. I, I mean, I think, I think things evolve with, with time and, and we don't, I mean, we'll have it here and there, but we don't, we don't really make us, that's not something we do on a, on a consistent basis. Um, I think we probably did it more in the beginning when we were first mm-hmm. there, but we don't really flip the tire that often any, anymore. And, and, you know, and, um, I want to touch real quick on the topics too. I mean, sometimes in the beginning, especially CrossFit kind of had a reputation for injury. Uh-huh. And so I see things now at least for sure, at least in our gym, you know, everything's kind of an evolution and progression. So there's more of an emphasis on, okay, get a workout in, but don't get hurt. Cause you get hurt when you get weak, when you get fatigue, more fatigue, right, that's right. when, that's when injuries are more likely to happen. And so I, I know that we're, we're even more vigilant with, with our members to, Hey, if you can't do this, do this. Don't even attempt to do that. 
and um, and that's for some it's harder because you know you you want to just you know really go be gung ho, but that's where the good trainer comes in, you right, know, making right. sure hey, let's just you know let's just be careful and be able to come back again tomorrow. My friends used to help me modify. That was the word they used. They would uh, yeah. modify the workout for me. Oh yeah, and honestly, for me too. You know, I'm a guy. I'm like, I, you know, I got my pride of whatever. I don't even think twice about it anymore. I, I just, if if this weight's a certain thing and I'm not comfortable doing it that day or something sore, I just, I'll drop the weight or do something different. You know, and without even hesitating, I don't, you know, because I know what I'm there for is to, for my good health. You know. Yeah. Well, Lance, that's about all the time we have today. Oh, that's awesome. It's been great, great, great information. Yeah. Sure, great show, and we want to thank you for joining us, Lance. Like, it is my pleasure, you guys. I just, like I say again, I just love what you guys are doing, and I am just, I've, I'm honored that you invited me back. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Lance. So remember to join us each and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life on St. George, George News Radio, 1450 a.m. You can also listen to this or any of the past shows on www.seniorgames.net. You can also subscribe to our podcast. Just search for Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life on Google Play Store or iTunes and subscribe. And Derek, we're coming down to the end of the year again, and as we talked about a few weeks ago, it's time to uh, maybe do some resolutions for this next year and plan ahead. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's good time, and teams uh, get ready to start registering. That's uh, now you January start looking to January first. You get your softball team or volleyball team or basketball, soccer. Get get them in line. That's right, because January first at midnight. Yep. So December 31st, January 1st at midnight. the calendar turns over. So as soon as you finish partying, then you can sign up. Yep. <laughs> I'll be there watching, waiting for you. <laughs> and so that's all we have. So uh, if you have any comments or feedback for our show, we'd love to hear from you. Just send an email to the active to activelife at seniorgames.net. Our quote for the day is, no matter how long you have traveled in the wrong direction, you can always turn around. Until next time, stay active, everyone.